It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's post game presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights come all the way back, win a thriller in overtime, 4-3 to three over the St. Louis Blues. And to help us break this one down, let's head back to the radio booth, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. Dan, is that enough of a rest for you, or are you okay? You good? <laughs> we get to do this tomorrow as well. That's, we've gotta, we need some more uh, Nico Mikola slash Ricola for the vocal cords, I suppose. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun, and it, it's a, a game befitting the atmosphere, you can imagine, of the 7,500-plus, 7,567. Those folks who are here and the largest crowd in the NHL this season in person, it deserved that kind of a game, didn't it? Yeah, it absolutely did. The finish was fantastic. It really was frenetic there in the overtime period. But I guess kind of where I'm coming from here is these two teams play exciting hockey. And as we look ahead toward the playoffs, three games left, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but how great of a first-round matchup would it be between these two clubs? Isn't it wild how the series between these teams has just had some just crazy comebacks? And there was, you know, even going back to last year. And yeah. The, the, I mean, you go back to the very first year, uh, the first overtime win where David Perron scored against the Blues, right? It's just wild. And, you know, Jordan Bennington has been so good in his brief time in the National Hockey League the last couple of years. And he's had some wins against Vegas. But there have also been these games where he gives up a bunch of goals. And it's I, we'd have to double-check these numbers, but the rate of overtime, like the frequency that two teams can't decide <laughs> it in regulation, yeah. Vegas against all of its opponents, it's got to be highest against St. Louis, right? It seems like all of these games are going to extra time. The Blues have gone to overtime now four of their last five games, winning one, losing in overtime twice, and losing in a shootout once. Meanwhile, Vegas, three out of the last four, and they have won all three of those four. You know, it's interesting because this is one of those games where Robin Leonard was looking to bounce back. There were a couple of shaky goals there in the second period, but when he's called upon in the third, and especially in the overtime period, he delivers, comes through, and gets this team the extra point. And I wonder if the opportunity for such a bounce back was on Pete DeBoer's mind when choosing whether to put Marc-Andre Fleury into the game, because you know, Gary and I were talking about this on the broadcast and a little bit off the air, too. It's a game that the Knights, you would really like to win considering all the circumstances, but maybe in the longer run you give Leonard a little bit of confidence or maybe it was simply the matter of the Knights playing again tomorrow and you wouldn't want Flurry to have to enter game mode on consecutive nights. But at the same time, you know, Flurry's as rested at, you know, he's not had to play a ton. You know, the, the alternating has gone quite well. So, uh, whatever the, the reason is, Pete DeBoer went back to Robin Leonard. Um, I, I wonder if uh, it does give Robin a little jolt of confidence that even though he wasn't great again, that he was given the opportunity to find his game. He did, and then his teammates bailed him out by scoring those last three goals to win it in overtime. Well, Dan, great job on the call, especially that overtime period. Get some rest because we are going to talk to you tomorrow. I'm going to need Gary to talk some more tomorrow, I think. <laughs> just uh, just give him the opportunity. He'll, he'll be good to go there. 
<laughs> Thanks, Ryan. All right, that is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 4-3 in overtime. Jonathan Marchessault playing the hero. The postgame injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, News today, Ryan Reeves did take part in morning skate how soon, if he will be available, if he's an option. That all remains to be seen. But Ryan Reeves seemingly getting closer every single day. The Golden Knights, again, skating with just 11 forwards, Peyton Krebs in the lineup because, as you saw tonight, gets bumped up to the top line with Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson. A lot of, a lot, a lot to liken his game, and it's not so much just you know, offensive chances and creating opportunities. There's an edge to Peyton Krebs' game. Uh, there's there's a desire to work incredibly hard and to back check incredibly hard and to make plays in every single zone. And that's not really something that you know you expect from a guy in his third career NHL game. Like you kind of get the wheels going. As, as you progress within your career, and, and that becomes a part of your game at, at some point. But, you know, the fact that you've, you've got that from Peyton Krebs just three games in is pretty spectacular. Let's head downstairs as Alec Martinez addresses the media after tonight's win. Winning goal in overtime. I mean, obviously it's awesome. Um, you know that's a, a big thing that uh, that we miss, and um, you know I think especially at home that you know these fans, our fans are the best in the league. They give us a, an advantage, and and um, you know we feed off their enthusiasm, their energy, and um, that was a big part of it tonight. And you know any opportunity we can uh, try to put this past year or so uh, behind us and get more fans back in the stands, it's uh, it's a it's a great feeling and. Hopefully, it continues to trend in that same direction. Next question tonight comes from Chessie Granger from The Athletic. For Alec, um, how, how much do you think these two games could could possibly just have a lasting effect, maybe, if, if you were to play this team in the playoffs? Like, do you, is, is there a message that you're trying to send? And yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, we, we have an opportunity to uh, – uh, the the last what is it five six games of the year to to play some teams that uh, you know we could we could meet in the postseason and you know you you want to inflict you know your will and, and play your game and um, again I sound like a broken record but you got to be playing playoff hockey before you even get to the playoffs and um, you know we have a good opportunity here to um, to play play those teams and and send a message and the same goes for them you know they came out. Um, they came out flying in the first. They were very physical. Um, they, you know, they took it 
took it to us at the beginning of the game. So it's not just us; it's it's everyone and and trying to establish your your game and your dominance. Uh, you know, to um, you know, carry it into the postseason. We'll hold for a few more questions to come through. As we go to Stormy Bontoni, the Vegas Golden Knights. Just for either one of you, what's the feeling in the overtime period? It was to us felt entertaining and hectic in the moment, but what were you guys feeling? Uh, yeah, I think uh, you no, know, that's that's what overtime is. It's you know back and forth uh, chances like that, and um, you know we've we've been great in overtime all year, which is nice and. Uh, you know, when March gets a break there and Barry's side, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty exciting. Uh, it was definitely nice to you know, get, get that win tonight. Next question comes from Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Alec, obviously, if you're trailing, you'd rather be down one goal instead of two goals. But uh, just mentally, how big of it is it to be able to go into the third period only down one scoring in those last 10 seconds of the second period? Um, yeah, you know, it certainly makes a difference. Um, you know, I think that it was, uh, you know, there's there's momentum swings throughout throughout a game, um, both ways. Uh, and anytime you can you can uh, bury one, regardless of the score, um, you know, in the in the last few seconds of a period, you know, you can hopefully carry that through to the next. And I think, um, you know, I think we did that. Um, you know, it was a great play by Stoney. Um, an even better uh, net front presence by Krebsy. Um, can't say enough about that guy and how, how he stepped in and, and made a big impact uh, on our hockey club and um, certainly wouldn't have gone in without him standing there. So great, great job on those guys. And we'll go to Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Nick, you had two assists tonight. It seems like you were coming off the blue line a lot. Were you looking to be more aggressive or is that just kind of how the game played out? Uh, I don't know if it's a a conscious effort to be more aggressive. I think, um, you know, as D-man, we're always trying to, you know, get involved and, you know, and jump up in the plays. And, uh, I mean, uh, Carly made a great play, kind of finding me as late guy in the middle on the first one. And, and then, uh, you know, a good finish uh, on the second one there by Wazi. Uh, we're just trying to get bodies to the net and create some traffic and a little bit of mayhem down there. And, and Wazi did a great job, uh, you know, picking out that puck and, and, and putting it in. So, uh, trying to you know be involved as much as we can. Uh, I think it was just you know, it's kind of our mindset and my mindset every night. We'll take one final question for Alec Martinez and Nicholas Haig. We'll go back to Stormy Bontoni, the Vegas School Knights. Can you just talk a little bit more about that first assist that you had and just kind of how you used your body to your advantage? Uh, yeah, I think uh, just try to protect the puck and uh, you know hold on to it just you know for an extra split second try to try to make a play and uh you know smitty did a great job you know kind of getting loose there at the side of the net and uh and you know i just kind of throw it throw it through the crease and, and he does the rest so uh it's nice to see that one go in uh you know, a great job by smitty there guys thanks for the time that was Alec Martinez and Nick Haig as they address the media after tonight's game. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification along the Vegas Golden Knights radio network. This is the home of the Vegas Golden Knights all season long. Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. KKGKAM Las Vegas. 
Triple A Insurance post game show: The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues four to three in overtime. I look at these teams; they just are incapable of playing a boring game. I, I truly believe that. I really do. And for the Golden Knights to come out on the other side on this one, uh, it, it's a it's a gutsy effort from Vegas. Again, just playing with eleven forwards and and really trying to make the most of those opportunities, getting Peyton Krebs in the lineup, knowing that you've got to be shorthanded, and and getting the effort that you get from Peyton Krebs. We were, we were talking about that before we went to uh, Martinez and Haig as they addressed the media, and you know, I, I think that you're getting an effort from a player that's really looking to make an impact, that wants to be that guy at this level, and, and that's really a positive for the Golden Knights as they are, are seeing Peyton Krebs get into the lineup and continue to take strides every single game. The fact that you were able to bump Krebs up with Stevenson and Stone means a lot. Let's head back downstairs, bring in head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's win. Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Ben. Hey, Pete. You had a couple more people in the stands tonight. How much did that help as you guys were pushing to tie it in the third and then win it in overtime? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, you know, every, every time they, they open up a new level of uh, attendance, you, you can feel the energy in the building and, uh, you know, we're getting close to, uh, you know, where we want to be, obviously, that way. Uh, but, it, it, you know, it's sure, sure starting to feel full and compared to where we were a couple months ago, um, you know, it was awesome. Next question tonight comes from Jesse Granger from The Athletic. Jesse. You spoke to the players about the dynamic of playing a team that you could potentially play in the playoffs this late and maybe a message that you could send. I'm wondering, as a coach, is there are there things that you intentionally want to show or don't want to show in a game like this? No, we're, ju- we're just trying to win. I mean, you know, you guys, you guys know the situation with the standings, and um, we're just trying to win games. So, uh, you know, this, this was a tough one. We're coming back from a – a four-game road trip. The first game back after a road trip is always a little bit of a trap game. I, I thought we we fought through uh, that. It wasn't, uh, you know, the prettiest uh, game, but we, we found a way. And uh, being down 3-1 and battling back and Lenny making some big saves at the end for us, um, it was an important two points. And over a, a long season, they're not all going to be uh, – picture perfect games but it was it was a gutsy win next question tonight for pete goes to stormy bonatoni vegas golden knights hey stormy given the veteran group you guys have i know you always feel you have the capacity to win regardless of the situation but with the success you've had in overtimes just what's the comfort level when you're out there in a back and forth overtime like that yeah you know i i don't i don't know uh what it is i mean it's definitely not coaching or practice because we haven't we haven't done either this year um you know, the guys just – I think they, they got a confidence level early. We scored some goals in overtime early, got some saves at the right time, and and now it's almost an expectation uh, when they hop over the boards that, that we're going to get a win. And, you know, when you when you have that confidence and rolling like that, it's a good feeling uh, on the bench. We'll go to Justin Emerson from the Las Vegas Sun. Hey, Justin. 
Hey, Pete, just to follow up on that, just because of your success in overtime and how important even one point would have been tonight, was there ever a thought there in the third? It was like, all right, let's just get it to overtime and take our chances from there. Um, I, I don't think there was – you know what? With, with a few minutes left in the game, I thought they pushed pretty hard after we tied it up. They had a few shifts there where, you know, it crosses your mind, let, let's just get this to overtime, uh, obviously because of our success – uh, through the season, but uh, not much. I mean, we tie it up. You're, you're, you 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 want to win in regulation. There was no talk on the bench of it, but it does cross your mind. Time for a couple more tonight with Pete DeBoer. Next, we'll go to Alan Snell from LV Sports Biz. Hi, Alan. Hey, Coach. Um, I think uh, you guys are unbeaten this whole season in OT. Uh, what do you count for the success rate? <clears throat> I get told Stormy. I, I don't really have an answer for it other than we got on a roll early and, um, you know, we've gotten timely saves and, and our guys now have an expectation that they're going to win. There's a confidence level there. So it's not, it's not tactics or, or anything else. It's, uh, it's, it's just a, a confidence level in the group. It's hard to explain. We'll go to Christopher Chapman with Fox Sports Las Vegas. Christopher. Yeah, hi Pete. You've you've mentioned a couple times about the confidence. So I'm just curious, how contagious is confidence? Because there in the third period, you got the big shift from the wall line, and, and obviously a lot of those guys have only been in the league one or two years. So how how does that work with the confidence? Well, we we've relied on our depth all year, and um, you know tonight was a night we we were a little bit flat as a group, and and I thought they were they got better as the game went on, and and. Uh, you know, really got into their four-line game, particularly in the second period. And you look at our, you know, our, our our second goal is Martinez, a defenseman. Our third goal is Nick Waugh, who's a, you know, third, third fourth-line guy for us. So that, that's, that's what you need to win um, consistently because your big guys are going to score, uh, but – they can't score every single night for you. And the good teams get that those depth contributions um, at, di at different key times. And that, that was the story tonight. We'll go to Ben Coates, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Ben. Hey, Pete. You moved Peyton Krebs up with Stevenson and Stone in the second period. Uh, what did you think of his game tonight? You know what? I thought, he had, I thought he had good jump in the first. That's why I moved him up. I, I thought he was one guy that, had a little pop in his step and was handling pucks and he was making some plays and he did a good job. You know, he's, uh, he's a guy that, uh, and, 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 you know, I had in the back of my mind, I wanted to try him on some wing here too, uh, heading into the playoffs and we got that accomplished and he handled that, that task, uh, real well too. Thanks Pete. Thank you. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's postgame interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights radio network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. 
No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sound, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com. Today, it's the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 4-3 to in overtime. A thrilling game. Let's get to the highlights. We go back to the first period. The Golden Knights settling into their game, and Nick Haig making a brilliant play to set up Riley Smith. Picked up by Carlson on the left board. Sending up Haig closing in. Centers! Bang it away! And they score! Riley Smith right side of the net. Goals in consecutive games for Smith. 1-0 Golden Knights, 6.37 to go in the first period. That's Riley Smith, his 11th of the season from Nick Haig and William Carlson at 13.23 of the first period to make it one to nothing Vegas. Late in the period, though, the Golden Knights would get a power play opportunity, but Ryan O'Reilly would tie the game with a shorthanded goal. Taken by the Knights after the draw. Stolen away, though, by the Blues. Mozak gets it out and all the way down. So there's about a four-second difference. Oh, a turnover and a shot. They score a shorthanded goal. Ryan O'Reilly ties it. That's O'Reilly from Tyler Bozak and Justin Falk at 18.08 of the first period to make it 1-1. One one. We'd head to the second period, and Robin Leonard would make a couple of big saves on the, power, on the penalty kill. Shen on the left side, fed the slot, off the stick, a drive, kick save! Leonard with the right pad, still in the zone. Drive from the right wing, blocked, rebound, swept away. Martinez defending Shen at the right side. Now a left wing shot, Leonard makes the save, sliding to his right. Some big stops there from Robin Leonard. The Golden Knights would fail late in the period to keep possession of the puck, and David Perron would put the Blues in the lead. In possession, and the Blues are going to change. That's, oh, now off a stick at center. Carrier couldn't control. Blues coming back in. Feed to the right side. A shot. They score. David Perron. It's a 2-1 to St. Louis lead. They could just see it coming. That's Perron from Zach Sanford and Marco Scandella at 14:34, the second period to make it 2-1 St. Louis. Just two minutes later, Jaden Schwartz would add to the lead. Martinez on him. Shen feeds the right point. And now to the side of the net, they score! Jaden Schwartz out of the right corner. How did that go in? Schwartz doesn't even know. He's looking around, incredulous, how that went in. It went off of Leonard, it appeared, and into the goal. That's Jaden Schwartz from Tyler Bozak and Braden Shen at 16-18 of the second period to make it 3-1 St. Louis. The Golden Knights, though, would press hard the rest of the period, and Alec Martinez would draw Vegas to within one with 10 seconds left. On his backhand toward the left corner again, goes to the sidewell. Now Martinez scores! Eight seconds to go in the period, and the Knights get one back. Alec Martinez fires from straight on. That's Alec Martinez, his ninth of the season from Stone and Stevenson at 19.50 of the second period to make it 3-2 St. Louis. We'd head to the third period, and Nick Waugh would force the issue, tying the game. Waugh finds it, deals up top. White Cloud shoots, blocked, rebound in front. Waugh finds it again. He scores! Nick Waugh, a big fist pump and a tie score. 3-3 with 13 minutes to play. Nick Waugh started the play and finishes the play. That's a hard-working goal from Nick Waugh, his sixth of the year from Nick Haig and Zach Whitecloud at 6.52 of the third period to tie the game at three. We'd head to overtime. Robin Leonard would need to be big for Vegas, and he'd come up with our AAA insurance save of the game. 
Feeds right circle. Theodore closes in. Shooting. Save Bennington to his left. Theodore trying to get the rebound. Could not. Stretch pass ahead. Hoffman along down the middle. Save. Leonard stopped Hoffman. Robin Leonard makes our AAA insurance save of the game. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. Leonard stones Mike Hoffman on a breakaway, and that leaves the door open for the Golden Knights to win the game. Jonathan Marcheseau does just that off a great feed from Alex Tuck. Rebound picked up by Vegas, 25 seconds. Marcia's out to the left for Tuck, through the neutral zone left wing. Tuck across the line, delays, feeds right. Marcia's scores! Jonathan Marcia's wins it in overtime with 17 seconds to go. 4-3, Golden Knights. Marcia's cups his ear. What's a reaction from the 7,567 fans? The Knights win it in overtime, 9-0 in OT. Another winner for Marcheseau. That's Jonathan Marcheseau, his 14th of the year from Alex Tuck and Robin Leonard. 442 of the overtime period to end the game. The Golden Knights, the victors, 4-3 to three in overtime. We're back to wrap it up next. AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. The Golden Knights trailing 3-1 to one in the second period would get a late goal from Alec Martinez on a hard-working shift from Mark Stone, Chandler Stevenson, Peyton Krebs, and Alex Petrangelo. And you need hard-working shifts to win in the playoffs. Peyton Krebs right in front of Jordan Binnington as that puck sails through, and that right there was the beginning of the comeback for the Golden Knights. Nick Waugh, big, big moment there in the third period. And Robin Leonard, who was shaky in the second, came up, really solid in the third period and the overtime period, stopping Mike Hoffman on a breakaway, coming up with huge saves and getting an assist on the game-winning goal. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance post-game show. Extended post-game shows next right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 4-3. to 
The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues in overtime. 702-876-1340 is the number. The Golden Knights 9-0 in overtime. 5-1-1 against St. Louis. And that's important because as you look at the standings right now and if the Golden Knights continue to take care of business, the St. Louis Blues the likely first-round opponent of the Vegas Golden Knights. You get Robin Leonard, a a bounce-back performance. And listen, I I get that the Jaden Schwartz goal especially is one that you you can't have, you you can't go in. But when you look at the saves that Robin Leonard made in the third period in overtime, you get an extra point, you pull out the win because Robin Leonard comes up with some big saves. And that's what you need from your goaltenders. So 702-876-1340, this is a huge game, big game for the Golden Knights, and, and one in which maybe the energy wasn't where you needed it to be. This is now the third game in a row that the Golden Knights are playing with 11 forwards. So if you're, if you're looking at it from that angle, it's, it's pretty difficult to maintain that energy level, especially coming off of a four-game road trip, travel, first game back. There's reasons to not necessarily have that energy level exactly where you want it to be as a fan watching this club. But that all being said, uh, it, it was one of those games in which some guys were going. Peyton Krebs was going. Nick Waugh was going. Alex Tuck had some legs in this one. The Golden Knights get where they needed to go because of their depth. Nick Haig, we, we had talked about this earlier on today on the Golden Knights Insider Show uh, about what we need to see kind of the rest of the way for the Golden Knights. And, and I had mentioned some more offensive production from Nick Haig. And you look at the type of game that he had, and, and it goes back to Wednesday against Minnesota, getting in the fight with Marcus Foligno, being more physical in terms of looking for hits, looking for different ways to impact the game. And, and I think that when you have a moment like that where you kind of gain a little bit more confidence, not necessarily in, in, your speci- in, in your specialty, which is offense for Nick Haig, but in another aspect of the game, that just kind of makes you feel good. And it's no surprise to me that Nick Haig, a multi-point performer tonight, two assists, big, big plays, that's a confident hockey player. And it's good that Nick Haig is a confident hockey player because not, you're not going to get the contributions from your top guys every single night. You're going to need depth to pull you through, and that's what the Golden Knights got tonight. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? Uh, I'm trying to recover. I think my heart rate was about 2 million. <laughs> uh, what, what, was, uh, what was your key to the game? What was your story tonight? Uh, just, I don't know. It, I, think, I think it really kind of centered around Robin Leonard yeah. getting his footing back and, and getting the chance to come out for that third period and the overtime. He had some amazing saves, especially there at the end in overtime. Like, that was... You know, there were how many breakaways on him, and he stoned them. It was amazing. You know, I, I got to ask you, like, when you, when you look at this game and, and you just kind of take it all in, seven-game series against uh, St. Louis, uh, where, where, where's, your, uh, where's your appetite there? What's the temperature? 
Oh, my goodness. Um, that it, It'll be stressful, but I think it would be incredibly exciting. But I also think that, you know, seeing them, especially this game, overcome that in the, you know, the deficit and come back when we go into the playoffs and aren't playing with 11 forwards mm-hmm. and hopefully have patches back and uh, no sick back and have players, I think I said this before, but have, you know, the rest of our players back and a full roster, I think it looks even better. Yeah, no, 100%, Stephanie, and thank you for the call. I, oh, I, oh. Do you think that after the Henderson Silver Knights game tomorrow that Harold will stay around? You know what? I don't know, but if he doesn't, I might riot. <laughs> I'll, because, I'll riot with you. Because I, I'm really looking forward to a little bit more time with Harold tomorrow. So I'm with you, Stephanie. Thank you for the call. Uh, if if we don't get Harold, um, you know, we – we're going to be pretty upset about it. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Greg. Greg, how you doing? Hey, good. Can you hear me, brother? I can. Hey, man. Uh, just like Stephanie said, I mean, the uh, the name of that game was Robin Leonard. Um, a bit shaky, perhaps, at first with a couple of flukish goals, um, courtesy of the St. Louis Blues. But, boy, did he ever stand tall when he needed to. Uh, in three-on-three sudden death, eh? Yeah, I mean, I I thought that, you know, Robin Leonard certainly needed to come in and and make some saves. Like, it's, it's for me, big moments. When when the game is in the balance, what are you going to get from your goaltender? Robin Leonard, in that overtime period, really shown for the Golden Knights. Well, he really did show some panache, and uh, like she said, you know, our our heart rates were just thumping. Because, I mean, the response is just like he just stood there like a stone wall. Like, I dare you to shoot at me. Okay? And he stopped every major. I think there were four major attempts. And that, of course, is the the allure and it's simultaneously the danger of three-on-three. I mean, stuff, you know, transpires out of nowhere, and you got to be ready. You know, Greg, i got to ask you, uh, this could be a first-round opponent for the Vegas Golden Knights. What's uh, What's your appetite for that? If so, they will not go easily, and it will be a very difficult series, as they always are. I would not, I would not count out St. Louis in any way. This is the third time my wife and I have actually seen them play us here, and every time we've been down by two goals, every time it's gone to overtime and we've prevailed. Okay? So, so you're the I lucky charm. That, yeah, I guess so. And I, a referee chucked us a puck after period two. We think it was the one that uh, Martinez buried there in the net just before the period ended. All right, Greg, thanks for the call. Uh, Lucky Charm confirmed it's Greg, especially against St. Louis. Darren Millard, how you doing? Uh, let's get Greg some playoff tickets. All right, go ahead. Just because ju- just because uh, I don't want to take any chances if they face St. Louis, we need Greg in attendance. So somebody, somebody donate Greg your playoff tickets. Or just, you know, hook him up, Darren. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in George. George, how you doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm great. I was at the game tonight. So much fun. You can't you can't mention enough how great it is to see those fans there. They get so loud. They get so into it. It's so much fun being there live. And you know what? For me, my game changer tonight was Peyton Krebs. The energy that he brought on the ice was infectious for everybody else. Moved up to the wing and played on the top line for a little bit. And uh, 
Pete DeBoer said he liked his energy in the first period. He was going tonight, and uh, he's a player that played on the wing for Team Canada, the World Junior Hockey Championship, uh, but primarily a center. But he's had the experience in big game situations and pressure situations playing on the wall and uh, was responsible. I like uh, his offensive instincts are well known. His dogged determination on the back check and the defensive side was illuminating tonight. I mean, I watch him, and the thing is, he doesn't look like a rookie to me. He looks comfortable. He looks like he's been there before and like he belongs there. That's what I like to see from him. Uh, I love what you said about uh, the, the being at the game tonight and the energy. Uh, Robin yeah. Leonard, after the game, was quoted as saying, it, it felt like the real, a real hockey game again. And, and, that, yeah. and it did. Yeah. It, it honestly did. We've been through the different uh, stages of, of putting a crowd back in, in this rink, but having 7,500 people in felt like a real National Hockey League game again. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely great being there. I'm going to be hoarse at work tomorrow because I was cheering my butt off tonight, and it was <laughs> such a fun game to be part of. And I just hope that they keep getting more and more fans in there because the more fans in there, the better we play. I feel, and I mean, as long as we keep taking care of business and we get more fans in for the playoffs, it's going to be a wonderful thing to see. Thanks for the call, George. Uh, a couple of points that he hit on Peyton Krebs. I thought he had a fantastic game, and the building was awesome. The building was absolutely awesome tonight. I cannot wait to see it again tomorrow. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us on the other side of the break, it's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 4-3 to in overtime. Jonathan Marcheseau and Robin Leonard, the overtime heroes for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing? Hey, Ryan, how are you? Do you or Darren have an opinion upon why when these two teams get together, a third-period lead is about as useful as horns on a cow? No, other than the fact that uh, <laughs> that they're just two really good teams with uh, a lot of veteran presence and uh, uh, teams that, uh, that can milk a comeback uh, whenever they need one. Oh, look okay. at you. Ah. <laughs> Look at you. I'm utterly beautiful. Okay, that went too far. Okay. okay. I, no, I, I'm kind of with Darren. Like These are two teams that are really, really good. They've got high-end talent. They have an ability to, to really push at, at different times. And, you know, when, you, when you've got teams that are, are trying to win hockey games, it doesn't really matter if there's belief in the room that they can come back from anything. That's what you're seeing between these two clubs. They're, they're never out of a game, and I think that's what makes these games between these two clubs so incredibly fun. And thank you for the call, Joe. Joe uh, is uh, that was that was a good uh, that was a good call. Little drop in there. He was he was excited to get to it. Uh, would you take seven games or, or not seven games, but a, a first round series between these two clubs? We, it's it's one of those ones that we we may not see a lot because they'll go back to the other divisions. Mm-hmm. But in the last year and a half, 
they have played some of the most uh, thrilling games in the entire Vegas Golden Knights schedule. I I will say this. I don't think these two teams are capable of playing a boring game here mm-hmm. in Vegas. Like it just doesn't seem like it ever happens. Will I take a a seven game series, a best of seven between these two clubs, one hundred percent? Because it's fun. Uh, I'm a little nervous about multiple overtimes because it just seems like every game's going to yeah. overtime. But uh, you know, extra hockey, and uh, you don't have the three on three, so you're right. Multiple <laughs> overtimes, exactly. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Lou. Lou, how you doing? Hey Ryan, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, bud. Hey. uh... So, you know, a couple things in a question. Number one, I, I really believe that if this is a seven-game series between these two teams, if Vegas gets up two to nothing, it ends up being a 4-1, 4 nothing sweep. I really think that Vegas can crush these guys. Um, I, I just don't think at this point that St. Louis has the, the mental fortitude to stay with Vegas if they get a couple-game lead. Um the, the game in Minnesota the other night, the 6-5 game that Leonard played, um, I think that he tried to overextend himself. I wonder if the pressure of playing with a Hall of, future Hall of Famer in Flurry kind of gets to him occasionally, and he tries to push himself beyond what his game is capable of being. Clearly, these two guys are very, very different goaltenders. And, uh, you know, again, I just kind of wonder if he kind of maybe pushes himself in, into positions that he shouldn't be in in a game. Um, there was a few goals that he should have never given up in that game. And I think tonight he got his game back together. I, I think tonight was a pride game for Robin Leonard, and I think that he stood up really well. Um, and then I've got a question for you, Ryan, real quick, and, and I'll take this off the air. Um, if you were putting together a beer league team and you had all your positions filled out and the last position Ryan was goaltender and you had to choose between Darren Millard and Gritty. Who's your goaltender? <laughs> Gritty. Uh, uh, that's a great question, Lou. Um, I, I, listen, I'm going to go with Gritty just because he takes up more net. I'll tell you why <laughs> you take Gritty. Gritty's better in the room. Right. That's, yeah, that's... Darren, Darren is a little slight. Yeah, and Gritty's a way better teammate. Yeah, I, I can attest to that. Way better teammate. Lou, that was, I knew exactly that you had something <laughs> up your sleeve as soon as you started uh, throwing that in. That was a, that was a great call. Uh, good job, Lou. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. Robin Leonard made all the hard saves mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. yeah. He stopped everything that was difficult. The 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 simpler ones, the, the sharp angle ones, those are the ones that kind of got, got through uh, on him. And I think Leonard's right. It, it's an easier fix when that's happening. Uh, and instead of uh, trying to compensate for for the other ones that, that are two-on-ones or breakaways and of, of the sort. And, and it's the moment within the game, too, for me. Like, yeah. y- you have an opportunity, if you're Robin Leonard in that overtime period, to just become a wall and make sure that you're not getting beat. And that's exactly what he provided for the Golden Knights. And that's an extra point in the standings. And that could loom incredibly large as the Golden Knights continue to to do what they need to do to try to secure first in this division. Big moment. Late in the second period, Alec Martinez finds a way to get them within one. If they aren't within one, I don't know whether Robin Leonard comes out for the third. Yeah, They might change it up uh, just for 
momentum as as much as uh, as the as the soft goals, but the the goals uh, those pucks need to be stopped. But I think Martinez buys Leonard another shot in the third period, and he pays his coach back with some big saves, and they get it to overtime and and the win. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number if you'd like to join us. On the other side of the break, it's the extended post game show, Fox Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 4-3. to three. Vegas, the overtime winner against the St. Louis Blues. 5-1-1 one one against St. Louis this year. 9-0 and oh in overtime. Pete DeBoer with the line of the night. When asked why this team is so good in overtime, he said, yeah. I don't know, it's definitely not coaching or practice because we're not doing either one of those. They don't, they don't work on three-on-three three overtime, and they continue to get it done, uh, with, which tells you player instincts. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it also comes down to big saves. Like they don't, you don't win those games without trading chances, and we saw uh, trading of chances tonight. But think about the last two games. They've, they've found a way to win those two games, and because they have done that, they're still in first place. And a common denominator in those last two games and those last two plays is Alex Tuck. And when you've yep. got the burners that Alex Tuck has, when you've got that game-breaking speed at your disposal, it is primed for overtime. I thought he was their best player in the first half of the game, too. I, I don't disagree with that. I thought he had his legs going for sure. He was uh, he was really good. Uh, made the change with the lines too, and uh, and I thought they ruled things pretty good. Uh, the the idea though that the club can find uh, themselves in a predicament and dig themselves out is impressive. That's the sixth time this year that they've rallied from multiple goals down. Sixth time this year that they've come back going into the third period. That's hard to do, man. I mean, I, I would say that, that that's the, the sign of a team that's battle-tested. right? Like it's, it, in the playoffs, there are going to be moments of adversity. There, you're going to be down in a game. You've got to be able to draw on the experience of, of coming back and getting wins, and the Golden Knights have proven an ability to do that this year. You know what I've liked about their performance against the St. Louis Blues? I'll speak to specifically when, when uh, Bennington's been in the net, is they found ways to score on him. And mm-hmm. even when he's played well, yeah. and I thought he played well tonight, when he's played well, they've still scored four goals, five goals in a game, 35 shots, 42 shots, 40 shots in a game. They generate looks, and eventually they do are able to score on a very good goaltender, and a goaltender that right now is playing his best hockey of the season. Yeah, they're finding ways against Jordan Bennington. They've been finding ways all season long. The Golden Knights, a big, big two points here. As we should mention, the Colorado Avalanche did pick up a win against the L.A. Kings tonight. So St. Louis clinches a playoff spot because they, they got the point uh, against the, the Golden Knights and uh, the L.A. Kings lost. So we know it's, it's official who the four teams are in the West Division. We just don't know who's going to finish first, second, or third. Uh, at at this point, uh, that's up in the air. The St. Louis Blues, 
will start on the road against the top seed. Will it be in Vegas? Will it be in Colorado? Not sure yet. We're back to wrap it up next. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. To your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 4-3, to three, the final. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues, 9-0 in overtime this season. 38-13-2, 78 points. Not bad. Like, the Golden Knights could legitimately get to 40 wins this year. That's wild. Yeah, I know. 20 wins at home, so there's that. That's crazy. I know. And 5-1-1 one, one against St. Louis, who is a potential first-round opponent for the Golden Knights. Okay, where did you see coming into this season a potential of, of six wins in eight games against the St. Louis Blues and points in seven of eight? That uh, wasn't on my radar. No, no, I, I didn't think that that was going to be the case for the Golden Knights, but it's on the table for them tomorrow. I want to just acknowledge what we experienced tonight mm -hmm. the result was awesome statistically that builds towards uh the potential of putting another banner up at t-mobile arena and having the number one seed in the west division but going back to what robin leonard said it felt like a real hockey game i wish i could properly translate what it felt like in this rink but it was special it was unique. It was uh, uplifting. And most of all, it just it felt normal again. Yeah. For the first time, the, the, the initial bumps that we've gone through have been great. Mm -hmm. Tonight was as close with the energy of the crowd and the different things that were going on in the rink and, and having more of the, the regular game ops feel to it and more elements uh, put into play. Tonight felt like we were back. I know we're not all the way back, yeah. but tonight it did feel like we were back. For me, it felt like coming home again. Yeah. It really did, and, and that's such a, a great thing, and you've all got to give yourself a round of applause. If you were at this game, you brought the energy. It was exactly what was needed in this situation, and it was a heck of a game on the ice for this crowd. That's going to do it for us here on the extended post-game show. Thanks to Jeff Rubino for turning the knobs, keeping us sounding fresh. Jeff, hey. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. Thanks to Darren Millard for jumping on, doing extra work with me tonight. Thanks to all of you, the listeners and the callers that make this show so fun. We truly couldn't do it without you, and we will talk to you again tomorrow night right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.